Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Ben Hughes, and I'm here with Trinity co-founder, Rob Burkhead. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. In today's episode, we're going to reveal for women over 40, why you're not losing weight. And this is part two of our series, all about exercise. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So I speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who are looking to drop a dress size or two but are struggling to see any movement with their weight. They're trying all the plans and all the programs which works in their 20s and 30s but then stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing zero movement. And this can be really frustrating. It can leave people feeling completely trapped, dreading going on beach holidays and no longer enjoying shopping for clothes, worrying they'll never be able to lose that excess weight or that it's just a part of the aging process they'll have to accept. And that's never a nice place to be. And one of the main reasons that this happens is down to the physical and hormonal changes that women go through as they get older, which can make it easier to gain weight around the middle and more difficult to lose it again with normal dieting. The good news is that there is a quick and easy way to escape from this situation and it usually comes down to a few simple mistakes that people make which stop them from getting the results that they want. So over the next few podcast episodes, we're going to talk through the most common reasons that women over 40 struggle to see movement on the scales and reveal our most effective strategies to get the scales moving, drop those couple of dress sizes in the next few months and feel amazing in all your favorite clothes. In today's episode, we're going to talk about exercises. This is one of the main reasons that women over 40 struggle to see movement on the scales. Even if you were to get everything else right in terms of nutrition, in terms of hormones like we talked about in the last episode, if you don't focus on the right things in terms of your exercise, you could still see zero movement on the scales. So this week's podcast will reveal the best exercise to do if you want to lose weight as a woman over 40. So we're going to go straight in with a little bit of a bombshell here that um, you might think, you know, we're going to talk about specific exercises like we can talk about sit-ups or we're going to talk about this or that, we're not going to be doing that because there is no one specific exercise that's going to magically lose the weight. It's more about the overall type of exercise that you're doing. And you probably realize this if you listen to this, but that type of exercise, it needs to be right for you. It needs to be right for your body. And it also needs to be right for your goals because ultimately if, if, if you've got a different goal, if you don't want to lose weight, but you want to achieve something else, then, then this type of exercise might be right for you, but another one might not be. So when I say types of exercise, we mean things like cardio, HIIT training, gym classes, strength training, running, swimming, all those things Ben just mentioned. Each of those things work for a certain goal, but many do not work well for women over 40 looking to lose weight. In fact, mo uh, most of the types of exercises that Ben mentioned are not gonna work that well. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna run through why that is. So there's kind of three main reasons or three sort of things that you need to bear in mind when picking the type of exercise that's going to work for you. And all of this is based on the fact that for women over 40, significant changes start happening, happening physiologically. So significant changes start happening to your body. And some of these you might know, you might feel, or might be quite obvious, like approaching menopause might be relatively obvious to you, but other things are actually a lot more subtle and they're not very well understood. And the first one of these things is all about the stress hormone cortisol. And we did a whole podcast episode on this, but I'm gonna quickly run through this because it's so important to understand. So the sensitivity to this stress hormone cortisol or the sensitivity to stress 
um, increases with age. So our bodies respond more to stress as we get older and they increase levels of this stress hormone cortisol more. And this actually happens three times more, three times, this increases three times more in women than it is in men. So this is again, the reason why you need to think about specific types of training for you, for your age, and also for, you know, for you as a woman, rather than what, what men are doing, because this change happens a lot more for women. So the problem with this is if cortisol levels, that stress hormone level, so if they're too high for too long, this is called chronically elevated in sort of medical terminology, it makes losing weight very, very difficult because it leads to three major problems. So it leads to something called leptin resistance. Leptin is a hormone, it's a hunger hormone. And leptin resistance basically means you'll have increased cravings and you won't even feel full even if, if you've eaten. So you might've had that scenario where you're, you know, you've eaten a, a bit too much sort of naughty food. You might've eaten a whole pack of crisps or chocolate and then you're still hungry. You're still raiding the cupboards, trying to eat more and more that can happen because that cortisol, those cortisol levels are too high. And it could also be because you're doing exercise that's making that even worse. The second thing is insulin resistance. So again, if your cortisol levels are, are too high, um, this causes insulin resistance, which basically makes it harder to process carbohydrates and harder to lose weight, especially from around the middle. So if you're someone who struggles with sort of um, that middle-aged spread or belly, you know, struggle to shift that belly fat, again, this is, this is potentially a problem you're experiencing at the moment. And the last thing that can happen from these chronically high cortisol levels is thyroid deregulation. So this means your thyroid controls your metabolism. And if this is deregulated, it's going to slow your metabolism down. So you're going to burn less calories. You're going to burn less energy just being alive. And it means you're going to have to eat less to lose weight. So again, all of these things make it much, much harder to, to avoid gaining weight, let alone to lose weight. So the first thing then is, is to understand that you need something that's going to work with your changing um, stress response. With this, this, um, this stress response, you want to keep cortisol levels low. Now, I'll let Ben explain the next one um, that's also about, about hormones. So the next change that can happen is uh, basically changes to the female sex hormones, so that's estrogen and progesterone. And these can start to happen, again, even years before clinical menopause. And this can lead to loads of issues with your joints so it can listen, lead to joint aches and pains we have a lot of women we work with who have struggled with bad knees with bad backs with bad hips bad necks just general joint issues it can lead to mobility issues so things like frozen shoulder or tennis elbow and these are both made worse if you're carrying a bit of extra weight as well as the more weight you're carrying the more load you put through your joints and this can then cause um cause more inflammation and obviously that can that can be problematic for certain types of exercise um i'll go through the third one as well so the third thing that can happen is that muscle mass and bone density decrease with age if you don't do anything to counteract it and this can lead to feeling less tone and feeling more flabby because if you don't have much muscle mass you're not the muscle is what gives you that kind of toned feeling it can give you less shape to your body it can leave you feeling weaker having poor poorer balance and feeling less energetic and then that bone loss can also lead to osteoporosis which is porous bones which can again cause serious issues as you get older and the final thing that that muscle bone that muscle density and muscle mass and bone density decreasing can cause is a slower metabolism as the more muscle that you have the faster your metabolism needs to be so basically muscle is quite an ineffective tissue on the body it takes quite a lot of calories to maintain so the more muscle you have 
the more calories your body needs on a daily basis. The less muscle you have, the less calories your body needs on a daily basis. So as your muscle mass decreases, your metabolism also decreases and both those things can make it more difficult to, to see the results you want with your weight. So based off that then, so the two points Ben just made and the one I explained as well, the best type of exercise for women over 40 must actually do three things. So if you take one thing away from this, take this away, the, the best kind of exercise is going to need to, first of all, keep cortisol levels. So that stress hormone level low to moderate, because if cortisol is too high, it's going to block your weight loss. It's going to make it very, very difficult because you're going to be fighting against those cravings and you're going to be fighting against a slower metabolism and that insulin resistance, making it harder to shift the weight, especially from around the middle. The second thing it's going to need to do is it's going to also need to not overload the joints because if it is going to overload the joints, it's going to quickly lead to injury and you're going to give up exercising. And if you stop exercising, you're probably not going to have such a good, you know, not feel so motivated. You're going to feel, um, you're going to feel less energetic and it can, it can lead to everything sort of unraveling. And then the last thing it's going to need to do as well is it's going to need to maintain your muscle mass because and, and your bone density as well, because that helps to keep your metabolism high. And it also is really important for your health. So it needs to keep cortisol levels in check, not overload your joints, and it's going to need to maintain your muscle mass. So this rules out a lot of type of exercise. So Ben, why don't you run through some of the exercise that this kind of does not achieve those three things? So some of the exercise that doesn't achieve those three key things are firstly, long distance cardio. So for example, running or cycling. Now, it's not to say that there's anything wrong with running or cycling. They are very good for things like improving your cardiovascular fitness. You know, if you're really into cycling or really into running, you want to improve that. And that's something that's important to you. Then you're going to need to go running and, and cycling to do that. It's going to be great for that. But for somebody who's looking to lose weight, especially somebody who's 40 and above, it has quite a lot of negatives as well. So it reduces muscle mass. So that gives you kind of less body shape and leads to all those those changes that we said before in terms of including the slower metabolism. Um, the best way to think about this is if you think about those kind of running athletes, like marathon running athletes, they tend to be very kind of thin, but they don't, they also don't have a lot of shape to their body. They're just kind of almost like skin and bones. They have a, just enough muscle to take those steps needed to get around that marathon. Because if you're running a lot, it sends a signal to your body that, you know, you don't need that much muscle. You need to be light. You need to be very, very efficient. So you end up with that kind of skinny kind of body shape. Problem with that is if, you know, unless you're a, if you're not like a high level running athlete, that's essentially going to make you feel flabbier and feel um, less toned as a result. The second thing that can be bad with these uh, long distance cardio type exercises is that they can be high impact as well. So especially running, a lot of people think, you know, when they need to, oh, I need to get on top of my fitness, they'll start going out for runs. That can be very, very bad for your back, very, very bad for your knees if you're carrying extra weight. I think running can be fine for certain people. So, you know, if you've got no joint problems, you're not overweight in any way, um, you've got perfect running technique, your, your body is all in alignment, everything's as it should be, Running is not necessarily a bad thing, but if you've, you know, you're suffering already with slightly bad knees, slightly bad back, you're carrying extra weight, eventually it's just asking to for, for an injury to happen. And then that's going to set you out of, put you out of action for essentially a long period of time. The third, the, the, the final kind of problem that this can cause is this long cardio exercise triggers a relatively high stress response from the body. So 
the body perceives all exercise as a form of stress. Um, it, it will produce cortisol as a result of you doing that exercise, which again, if you're, you know, if you're, let's say 20 years old and you don't have this elevated stress response, that's not necessarily a problem. But if you're also, if you're over 40, you're in your 40s or 50s, you've also got a stressful family life, you've also got a stressful career, and then you add in this stressful exercise on top of it, it can easily send your stress hormones through the roof. And then that can make losing fat and losing weight more difficult. So the first type of exercise to avoid would be long distance cardio. So things like running, cycling, etc. And the, the second thing we'd also recommend avoiding would be HIIT training or things like gym classes. So you know, spinning or any other gym-based class where you've got an instructor telling you how to do a load of stuff that gets you sweaty and gets your heart rate up. These things can be very good, again, for things like getting fit quickly. If you want to just improve cardio fitness in a short, short period of time, high-intensity in interval training or HIIT training is very effective for that. It can also be very effective for younger people who are not carrying excess weight, who don't have any changes going on with their hormones, they don't have this elevated stress response or anything like that. Those types of training can work really, really well, which is why you do see some people, usually in their 20s and 30s, who've seen fantastic results from this hit, these HIIT training um, sessions or gym classes. So they can work for younger people, but they're not, not necessarily the best if you're over 40. And the reasons why are, firstly, these are both, oh, drop my phone, hang on. These are both relatively high impact forms of exercise. So if you imagine you're doing, you know, a lot of these HIIT classes, they involve kind of jumping around, quite acrobatic type movements, maybe it's squat jumps or burpees, things like that. They're very high impact. And anybody who's carrying extra weight, and again, might have existing joint problems, that can be a disaster. That can quickly lead to an injury and again, put you out of action which means then you're unable to lose anyway. And the second negative, again, is that these, these types of high intensity exercise are highly stressful on the body. Again, in women over 40, it's going to trigger a very high stress response and that's going to make it more difficult to lose weight again. So based on that, then we've kind of run through stuff that doesn't work so well for losing weight. It might work well for making you feel good. It might work well for improving your cardio fitness, but it's not going to get you looking your best um, in our experience. So what, what is going to achieve that? What's going to help you to lose weight, tone up, you know, get back into your old clothes again and feel, feel amazing? Well, in our ex experience, there's one type of training that's above all others. We've tried over the years um, doing cardio training with our clients and doing more hit type training, and we just didn't see the same results. So what we find works best is called low impact strength training or LIST training, L-I-S-T. And the reason why this is so good is because it keeps stress on the body low meaning your body stays in an optimum state for losing weight the whole time. You're not battling against cortisol um, and you're not sending that stress response through the roof. You, you're kind of managing that, especially if you've got a stressful lifestyle out of that, you're not triggering that anymore through your exercise. It also will build muscle. So it's going to tone you up all over. It's going to do things like reduce your bingo wings. It's going to flatten your stomach. And also by building that muscle, you're going to increase your metabolism so you can actually eat more and still lose weight or eat the same and lose much more weight much more easily. Another reason it's really, really um, beneficial is it's very, very efficient. And most of the clients we work with are very short on time. They're very time poor, um, but they still want to see good results. You know, they're working long hours. They're in back-to-back -back meetings. They've also got family responsibilities and chores and their life is jam-packed. So the good thing about list training is you can just train three times a week. What's what most of our clients do, 40 to 45 minutes, three times a week. 
and they typically lose one to two stone in 12 weeks. So you can see very, very good results from sort of the minimum possible effort. So, you know, three days of the week, you're, you're doing a little bit of exercise, which is less than half of the day of the week. And you're seeing those brilliant results still, even over 40, even if you're going through things like menopause, um, we, we still see those levels of results. The other thing that's good about it is it can be done from home. So most of our clients do this from home, regardless of, you know, lockdown situation, coronavirus. You don't need to waste time commuting to and from the gym. Again, it's going to save a lot of time. You can do it in a very small space at home. You don't need to have a massive gym at home or anything like that. It's very, very easy for you to do from home. And then lastly, there's no jumping around either. So I should have really explained earlier on. This is basically list training is slow controlled movements with your body weight or with moderate weights. So our clients, they typically will lift dumbbells or kettlebells. They're not swinging them around. So it's not like those kettlebell classes you might do at the gym that might hurt your back and things like that. It's slow and controlled movements with these, um, focusing on particular muscle groups. And there's no jumping around. So it's not box jumps and burpees and all that horrible stuff. So it's gonna be gentle on your joints. It's not gonna spike that stress level and cause all those problems. And there's a really low injury risk as well. And then lastly, despite it being slow and controlled, the way we do it, we still kind of work to the point where your muscles get tired. So it's, you still get a bit out of breath. It still improves your cardio fitness to a pretty decent level. Like most of our clients find that if they go on a walk with their family and they have to climb a big hill, they're way better at doing that than they used to. And they often comment on that as well. So it's got a whole raft of benefits that basically make it much easier to lose weight over 40 in the minimum possible time. And Ben, I think has a great testimonial here from one of his clients who's obviously done this type of training with us and seen some brilliant results. So this is a quick story from Sue Adcook, who is age 54. And when she started working with us, she said, at that point, I was a size 12, over 10 stone and felt bloated, unhealthy and lethargic. I wore baggy clothes to hide lumps and bumps. In general, I was unhappy with how I looked and I was losing my zest for life. When I felt bored or unhappy, I'd open wine and end at the end of the week to cheer myself up. That was then followed by crisps and chocolate. I tried Slimming World, Weight Watchers, Slim Fast, Scottish Slimmers. I went to the gym four times a week, and although I was quite fit, none of the exercise classes were making a difference to my body shape. I thought the program was expensive for something which was an online tool, but the results and reviews made me think it was worth a go. My three biggest wins so far are, number one, mindset. This has helped so much. It was one of the reasons behind why I was reaching for the wine and chocolate that were causing the issues, and I don't have that now. Number two, even when I have gone off track, I don't give up. And Ben is there to get me focused again. And number three, learning about macros. Previously, I would have followed a diet, but to but make unhealthy choices. I can now see the benefits of staying on track with good food choices. And I think twice about what I choose before I eat. Since joining Trinity, I've lost just over a stone. And the main thing for me is keeping it off, particularly over lockdown and the festive period. I'm a comfortable size 10 and size eight in some things. When buying clothes, I no longer hide under medium sized jumpers as a small size is figure hugging and flattering. I have lost fat around my lower stomach, which is something I have never managed before. I'm fitter than I have been in years. I have more energy and can hold my own in fitness challenges with younger workmates. Through the mindset work, I no longer react to situations by reaching for chocolate or wine and have a calmer attitude to life. I'm happier and more confident and look forward to what lies ahead. So amazing changes there that Sue made. And if someone's listening to this and you know some of that resonates or they want a bit of that, Ben, where can they go to find out more about the, the program Sue followed? So if you want to find out more about what we do, about the program that Sue followed and about the list training that we've talked about today, you can find all of that inside of our Fit Over 40 program. And to get the details of that, just head to www.fit40info.com. 
Brilliant. So that just about wraps it up for another episode of the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for another episode. We'll see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.